Hey friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. I am so excited to be back on the mic with you guys. You know I love being here and honestly there's just been so much going on in the last few days that I feel like we need to do a little life chat, life catch up update before we hop right in to a new episode. Um, where do I even begin? Honestly, I have no clue. I officially am licensed now. And the day you guys are listening to this, I will be being sworn in and I will be admitted to practice in the state of Florida as an attorney. And I am going to be doing my own practice in trademark work and contract work for creators and small businesses, entrepreneurs, that kind of thing. But I'm also working as an associate at a firm doing complex civil litigation and personal injury. So I wanted to get some experience. I wanted to get a feel for litigation just in case I ever need to do it and really grow and expand my repertoire of legal information because I've said it once and I'll say it a million times, law school really doesn't prepare you for practice and I just want to be a well-rounded attorney. So I wanted to get a part-time job really learning the ropes so that I can be a bigger and better entrepreneur in the years to come and that has been quite stressful just navigating it all just time management getting back into routine waking up early going to the office wearing work clothes wearing makeup again during the day like i haven't really done that in months because of law school and then the bar exam so it's definitely quite an adjustment but i think it'll be really good for me once i get back in the swing of things it's only been a week or not even a full week yet and Other than that, things have been really good. I've reconnected with some old friends. I've made new friends. Having a really good time just reinventing myself in Miami, exploring my city, getting to know it on a whole new way and meeting new people here. And especially reconnecting with one of my college friends. Me and her are super close again. We have a lot in common. You know, we went to law school, we graduated, We took the bar exam, we passed, and now we're both working as attorneys at different firms and just talking about our experiences. And we've always gotten along super, super well. And we just now have like a little group of people that we go out with almost every weekend. And it's just been really, really fun to have a support system and have a friend group. And, you know, the shenanigans that we get up to, they're a lot of fun. And it's just, it's been really good for me to feel like I'm a part of something and have friends again especially in Miami, and I'm really excited about launching Connected Social and starting that business, talking to all the right people, getting connected, getting information, getting insight, getting tips and tricks, getting resources, tools. Everyone is so willing to help and be supportive and encouraging, and I truly couldn't have asked for better, and I had no idea that when I started this, that would happen, or that I was even going to start this. I mean, I knew I was going to start it, but that I was going to start it when I did, and everything really does happen for a reason. I feel like my life has changed so much in the last month, but for the better. And I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm making mistakes. I'm getting knocked down, but I'm getting back up again. And it's been really, really good for me and a lot of fun. And I'm exhausted, but in a good way. I feel like I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off at all times, but it's been really, really good for me. And I'm really excited that I get to bring you along on this journey with me on my social medias, on Instagram, on TikTok, here on the podcast, kind of narrate what's been going on in the last week. And with that, I wanted to bring back 
sweet and suck of the week. So my suck of the week, honestly, I don't have a suck. Just lack of sleep, I guess, and just being a little bit overwhelmed in a good way. But I honestly don't have a suck, a true suck of the week. And my sweet of the week is just making plans with my friends and having things to do again and being invited to events. And whether it's an influencer event, whether it's a networking event, getting coffee with people, going shooting content with people, getting work done together, like having shoot days and work days and happy hour plans and brunch plans and dinner plans and just being busy and not to glorify being busy, but to have things going on that I'm excited about and passionate about and that I want to do because for so long while I was at school, I just felt that, you know, why was I here? I had nothing to do. I didn't see anyone. No one wanted to talk to me. No one wanted to hang out. And I was like throwing myself pity parties all the time. And I don't have to do that anymore because I genuinely like who I'm becoming. And I like the people that I'm surrounding myself with. And they like me too. And that's been really, really good for me. So yeah, my suite of the week has just been really reconnecting with friends and making new friends and having things to do because it's really fun. It's really important. But don't get me wrong. I also am really looking forward to a hibernation weekend and just taking in all of the emotions of my swearing in and the last couple of weeks because I feel like I've been so go, go, go that I haven't actually stopped to slow down and enjoy the moment and embrace it. And you guys know that's one of my intentions for 2022 and we only have two months. So I need to really work on that in the next few months. Um, and I know it'll serve me well, both in business and in personal. And of course, I will share that all with you guys on the podcast and on my social medias, like I said. So if you're not already following at the Let's Get Candid podcast on Instagram and TikTok, make sure you do so. It's linked in the show notes. Follow me at Kayla Moran on Instagram and TikTok and check out Connect to Social on Instagram, my new account for my influencer management and consulting agency where you can find me for that and also trademark work as an attorney for content creators, small businesses, and entrepreneurs. Everything will be linked in the show notes. So don't forget to check it out. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Send it to a friend, leave a rating and review, comment on our posts, tag us on your stories when you're listening, screenshot, share it. It really does mean the absolute world to me to see you guys tagging and sharing and commenting and sending it to people and when new people find the podcast are like so and so recommended or I can't believe I didn't know about this sooner. It really, really does mean the absolute world to me. So thank you guys so much for being such incredible listeners. The last I think it's been almost 13 months and I can't believe that time is flying by, but they say it flies when you're having fun and I've definitely been having a lot of fun, not just in the last month, but with the podcast. And it has truly helped me become a better human and a better version of me. And I can't wait to see where year two takes us. And with that, I want to introduce you to this week's guest, Carolina Arango. She is a Miami-style influencer. She is so much fun, so sweet, some amazing style, always has the best trips. So envious of her trips. I'm like texting her like, I need to know where you are because I need to go here. Um, But she's just such a genuine soul and so much fun. And like, honestly, I really just enjoyed our conversation. She is also booked and busy like me. She works full-time in her family's business. And then she's also a full-time content creator. And she's going to all these events and fashion week and working full-time and still making time for her friends and family that matter to her. And it's really inspiring to see someone who is so passionate about the things that she's passionate about 
and make it all work because you can have it all you can't have it all at once though but she really does show that you know you can have it all and want it all and there's just seasons and it's been really really fun following her on social media if you don't already follow her go check her out of course it'll be linked and i hope you guys enjoy our conversation we talk about style we talk about work-life balance we talk about miami we talk about social media and it's just a really good feel good convo Gato and i had so much fun recording it and we hope you like it so without further ado meet Gato. Gato, what is something that people wouldn't know about you just from following you I feel like there's so much um, <laughs> genuinely because like social media, you really get to pick and choose what you show. And I like to keep a lot of my life private, but I think the biggest thing is my job. So I actually have a very traditional nine to five type of job with my family. And it's the complete opposite of realistically what everyone sees on Instagram. And it's not that I want to hide it. It's just that necessarily it's not that entertaining or aligned so much with my content, but basically it's selling diesel truck engines, anything from a complete semi truck down to an intake tube. And that's direct to consumer. I do it all basically sales, inventory, whatever they need me for, I do that. So that's consumes, I think 80% of my life. So realistically, that 80% is actually never shown on social media. So that comes to show a lot of, you know, how you really never know, I guess. No, but I think that's so important to note that we don't show even the people who do show like a lot of their life online. Like, for example, I show a lot more than you do. You still don't see majority of my actual life because I'm not gonna like will I come on the screen after I've cried yes but I'm not gonna pick up the screen like the phone in the middle of like a meltdown and like hey guys I'm having meltdown like no and with business like because it's a family business I feel like it's even harder like you want to keep it more private because it's your family too like you're protecting them it's also just not a super glamorous job and social media is still a highlight reel no matter how much we try to portray it as like authentic and this is like who we are like to some extent there's always going to be like that fourth wall so what did you study in school that prepared you for were you always going to go into the family business or it kind of just happened I guess it kind of just happened um so at a very young age I was super focused on studying journalism I did every journalism camp I did every journalism program I was co-editor-in-chief of my school newspaper and I shadowed um someone who's really high up in broadcast journalism, because that was where I was headed towards. And I think I just realized that that wasn't the lifestyle I wanted. You know, if you think about it, like these reporters are literally, when they're reporting news, as they're telling everyone to like hide home, they're like, oh, a hurricane. They're like, no, go stand in the the rain and (laughs) report the hurricane. Or there's an attack here. They fly you out to report from the point of attack when everyone's watching from the comfort of the home. So I think it was just realizing that that wasn't the life I genuinely wanted. And I scrambled because this was like my senior year right before college. And I was like, what do I do? And I was like, well, business, you need business for anything and everything. So I just dove in and really honed in on it. Um, I did finance, I did marketing, I did entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship was honestly my favorite because you could work in any realm, any industry and really just analyze the business. And I think that's majority of what I do now at work. And also with blogging (laughs) yeah no I wish I would have done like an entrepreneurship major because that is kind of what I'm leading into now and obviously marketing is 
part of like our job being on social media, but just the entrepreneurship aspect of it. We are also entrepreneurs. So I wish I would have studied more about that. I'm kind of jealous that you got to do that because that sounds... Well, honestly, a lot of influencing and I feel like everyone doesn't realize it, but everyone's still figuring it out. It's so new. Everyone's hitting their head against a wall. Everyone's figuring out like their business plan. So, you know, it's rough, but I think that's honestly every business. I feel like everyone's somewhat figuring it out one way or another, you know, and, and just being supportive of one another, I think is the most important absolutely and especially with the last few years and how much things have changed everyone is really just figuring it out because the way we used to do things pre-2020 is just completely different mm-hmm. than how we're doing things now but you mentioned your blog and I want to talk about that a little bit but one of the questions that you got asked is how do you balance you said 80 percent of your life is your family business that we don't really see so how do you balance your the family business and and being a blogger and social media and being an influencer and going to all these events like you do so much in that world as well how do you balance it it's rough honestly I don't have you know like the perfect morning tiktok routine that you're seeing I think that's so overrated everyone's for you page I do not have that personally I've tried everything and anything some mornings I wake up pump for the day some mornings I'm literally dragging myself to the coffee station to grab a coffee I think I'm really still figuring it out thankfully my family is very supportive of it so let's say I have an event I can coordinate and take off because they allow me to they you know they help me out in every aspect but I feel like I'm really figuring it out I feel like no one really talks about that because everyone's like hustle culture that girl vibes you know it's so toxic I think we know about it more yeah yeah I feel like it's okay to not have it figured out you know I feel I always say sometimes with my work life social media work life and is working out my social life is down the drain but then if my social life and work life are doing good my social media is on the drain so it's okay to not be consistent I feel like it's very you have to become self-aware and realize you know every day is one step at a time I feel like everyone's just thinking so in the present and really just being like okay what do I have to get done now today and kind of enjoy that and figure out the next day step by step I went time I had a professor who explained how anxious everyone was to turn in a paper. And I said, don't worry, by the time that deadline comes, you're going to have another deadline. So just focus on the one right now instead of worrying about everything else to come. Obviously have some kind of plan for yourself in the future, but like have some goal you're working towards. But it's completely okay to not have it figured out every step of the day. Oh, absolutely. And I, that's why, that's one of the main reasons why I started my podcast is to show that there is no linear path. There is no one right right way to do things not everyone has it figured out like and even when you think that someone does online they really don't because they just stumbled upon this like or you know what they studied in school isn't doing anything for them now they have to figure it all out on their own or you know all these different things so I love that and with the whole like that girl trend I think it's so overrated and honestly it's really toxic And I try really hard to like show like the behind the scenes of like, I don't have my life together because most people don't. And we're 24, 25 years old. We're not supposed to have it figured out. It's okay (laughs) to not have it figured out. Actually, I think it's kind of cool that we don't because these are all memories and experiences that will help us in the future. And we can share the knowledge and things that we've learned with the people that come after us. So I love that you brought that up. So how did you get into blogging and social media? Because I scrolled all the way back and you started very, very early into (laughs) like this whole thing. So why did you start a blog? Was it the journalism side of you and you just started it for fun? Or like, did you know it was going to be something when you started? So I... I don't know what I expected when I started, but I used to 
people who've like followed me for a really long time know that my blog name used to be salty and chic. So that was like way back in the day. But because I would write so much for journalism, I had a column in school and it was every month and it was just like trend forecasting, fashion forecasting and things along those lines. And I genuinely enjoyed doing it. I would, and I would sit down and write it. I remember I always had to be like 300 words. I just started doing that on my own website and I just loved the graphic design element of it. I just loved making everything so aesthetically pleasing um, to the eye and just writing a lot. So I started off that way. Then I think like Instagram took off. I geared more towards Instagram, but I still kept the page. And honestly, I still get like a good traction on it. So it's super exciting to see that people still go back and read things or, or articles that have like blown up on Pinterest still get tons of views now. So it's super exciting, but it's kind of just like I've been evolved slowly. I started taking it consistently though during quarantine, um, just because I feel like I never saw it as a cool thing. I was always, it's, I saw it as a cool thing, but I was more or less like ashamed. I was always like, what are people going to think? Like, you know, and I was like, everyone's locked up right now. They have no choice but to literally look at social media. Yeah. And I always, and I, I just started doing it I, I kind of blocked everyone that I really you know thought would care because realistically those that care don't matter and those that matter don't care so I think it's just really like realizing that and, I, and really stepping into it I think has also really helped me change and grow as a person because now I think so much differently than I used to and I feel like you even look at photos and it's very different but then the reason that I do it I think still is I love writing and, and I love reading about you know what's coming next so I love that. No, I agree. I think being on social media and blogging my life experiences and my law school experience and now transitioning into career and networking and figuring out my life as an adult, like a real adult now that I'm finishing school, like I have grown and evolved so much and I owe a lot to it, like to being online and sharing that and connecting with people who are also doing that. And I think I mean, maybe a few people started with the intentional, like, this is going to be something, but I think it's more valuable when you start with just because you love it and you still do it because you love it. When you yeah, genuinely so- love what you're doing, it it shows. Yeah. And I think it, it takes it, like, it makes it so much more enjoyable as a consumer and as you yourself doing it, it just makes it more fun. So what's your favorite part about being on social media and an influencer because I can imagine it's hard to like yeah you know working goddle and like social media goddle <laughs> and like actual goddle like what do you like to do it for fun like how do you like what's your favorite part about being on social media I love the people I've met um people I've met virtually people I've met electronically like people I've met in person I I love so many people I've met or like even people that are just in my inbox that I chat to all the time like it's so beautiful like everyone always talks about the negatives of social media but there are so many people that are just so positive that have written me such nice things that have come up to me in person and said such nice things and I you know we talk like look we met via social media I think everyone always talks about the negatives but I think it's able to connect us on another level like I would have never met half the people that I consider my closest friends had I not had social media you know obviously you gotta be careful like stranger danger you know like (laughs) check your sources but had I you know I think that's the best outcome of it I also love that what you were saying that you document everything that you're able to like look back at like your law school self like you're gonna look back at your college networking self I think when you start looking at social media more like as a personal diary like an electronic like scrapbook think of it you know I think that's so cool because 
in 10 years, in five years, or like even in one year, you'll be able to look back and be like, oh my God, that's where I was in my phase in my life. Or, or think about it when you like, if you ever have like a family and be like, oh, what were you like younger? I was like, oh, just go stalk me on Instagram. <laughs> and Instagram is still present. And yeah. it's not like my space, but I think genuinely like being able to connect with such genuine people that I have met, you know, there are some negative people, but the majority of people that I've thankfully met have been awesome people. Oh, absolutely. Me too. And because of my, like, I kind of feel like I live a double life, like my Miami life. I was telling you author my Miami <laughs> life and like my like law school life are two very different people. But now as I'm coming more into my own and moving back home to Miami and like preparing almost kind of for my life there and like reconnecting with the people that are going to be my friends in Miami. And a lot of them I've met on social media. Like I wouldn't, yeah. like how you said, like I wouldn't have the friends that I do with the exception of like a cute, like a, a few close friends from middle school, high school, college. Like my true, true friends are people I've met online because they get it. They get what I'm doing. They want to help you out. They're super supportive, you know? And it, I think important to know it doesn't matter followers or like how far along in their career like if they are genuinely like the right people for you like that doesn't matter so I think I love that you brought that up but you also said you have evolved a lot and you said like your pictures the way you used to take pictures back then like versus now like how has your photography style changed your fashion style like how have how has that evolved throughout the last few years well, photography wise, I remember when I started my blog, I like saved up and I was like, I want this digital SLR. And I took that chunky thing everywhere. I was like, here, this angle pose, like, and I had to make sure it was like, if someone was taking my photo auto or like set up the aperture, like now it's all my phone. Everything is my phone, which makes it so much easier, which makes it so much easier to catch. Style wise, I feel like I've, I've experimented a lot. I feel like back I don't, I don't even want to know like back then I just like tried a lot of things it's not that I'm not proud of them but I would never wear them again like what <laughs> the what are some cool. things you wouldn't wear again you know something I like um like extremely short short like daisy dukes yeah um never again um I'm trying to think of more specific ones but there's just like go down I, I archived a bit but there's still some there the outfits that I'm not that proud of um but that that was cool at the time you know I feel like it, everyone's always like oh be like your have your style if you want to live in the trends live in the trends it'll be so cool to look back and be like hey remember those like crocs that was a thing like you know like Birkenstocks yeah. now like that's a thing you know or like people are dyeing their hair this color like curling it you know that was you know you can look back and like see the evolution of time so I feel like it's so fun to really embrace trends whereas like the only problem is right now trends are literally like over in the blink of an eye so quick that's why I love like I feel like you have a very classic style and that's something a lot more I'm trying to emulate like I'm not a trends girl I first of all I don't have the money or time to like be on top of it and like change my closet every two months like I no so I just, I'm, I want to ask you like, who are your fashion icons now? And like, where do you shop for staple pieces? Because that is something, again, as I'm evolving into like who I really am going to be now as an adult moving back home, like, so the weather, like I want to have like a really good, like staple closet. Like these are the pieces that I know I can wear 500 million different ways. So where do of you course. get your fashion inspo and like, where do you shop? So honestly, fashion inspiration is everyone I follow on Instagram. Um, I save everyone's content. I'm like, I, don't, I think I like save before I even like it. Oh, so do I. <laughs> and I'm just like that person. It really depends. Who am I loving right now? I love my OG, like Megan. 
I love her. Yeah, but she's great. I also like a girl named Tamara. I can't pronounce her name, but on Instagram, yeah. her name is just Tamara. She's such cool she's style, very European. Um, and I just like following genuine, like if I see them, I follow, I like, and then Instagram will keep pushing people like that. And, and once you start figuring it out and trying things out, as for wardrobe staples, it's like my Miami go-to. You always need a matching suit set, always. You can wear it with a bandeau underneath. You can wear it with a button down for work. Like you can wear it, you can wear it so many different ways. You can wear it separate, make it edgy, make it classy, you know, that I love sets. Um, I feel like Zara is like a perfect place for sets because I, it's not like the most high end quality, but their quality is good for their price. You know, yeah. I do think it, and that, um, but it all just depends like wardrobe staples, a good pair of jeans, a good white t-shirt, and then just throw over like a bomber jacket, a blazer, a tweed blazer. You know, I feel like it's so cool when you t- take something that's so classic, like a tweed blazer, for example, and add such a casual element to it like a ripped up pair of jeans or you know just a classic denim element to it so I mean just finding things that you're comfortable in I feel like an outfit can really make your day so if realizing what you feel great in that you look in the mirror you're like I like that and just branching off and then testing something in that same realm and I feel like you start expanding your wardrobe and figuring things out I'm lately loving like skins bodysuit or just like underneath stuff because it's you just throw that underneath anything like you throw it over under like a leather jacket a blazer like I'm very much a pants girl I don't really wear I'm a jeans I'm a jeans like jeans and a bodysuit like every every color every style jeans and a bodysuit and then just like throw on a bag a shoe a jacket something like I'm the same way so yeah as long as you have like three elements I feel like in your wardrobe in your outfit I feel like it's good for example like jeans a t-shirt throw over a jacket throw over a blazer throw over trench coat that would be like your third element a dress a jacket a necklace or a hat like you know always try to think of it in threes is what I aim for that way you can really kind of accessorize it and add a little bit more on for us instead of just wearing like a t-shirt and jeans you know you add like another element that stands out so thinking in threes is something that I've kind of done subconsciously I love that tip that's such a such a great tip but so you mentioned jewelry and accessorizing. What are your favorite accessories right now? And where do you shop for jewelry and accessories the most? So I've been investing a lot more in jewelry. I was never a jewelry girl growing I'm up. not either, but I'm starting I, to get into it. <laughs> I just, I started getting into it. So like I, I got into it, I think like a year or two after I graduated college. And like, honestly, now I love jewelry. So uh, Etsy is a phenomenal place to get jewelry at an affordable rate and good quality. Um, more affordable retailers are also like not affordable but like not on the grandiose scale because I do like to not have to take off my jewelry so I do try to invest in things that well I can just not wear all the time so I have like typical designer bangles and things along those lines but Etsy has great quality like real gold that you can shower and you don't have to take it off you have hypoallergenic ears like myself you know or I don't know if that's the proper term for it but I know what you mean I have the same problem I need you to (laughs) send me your favorite Etsy shops because I I, I'm not wearing earrings right now because I can't sleep with them on Mm. and then I just I lose them like I I have no earrings right now anyway because I've lost one (laughs) like I went skiing in January and I lost one when I took off the helmet and now I don't have earrings again so like I need ones that I don't have to be worrying about on and off no I'll send you I'll send you some really good ones and it's so funny because I used to always want 
to get into accessorizing when I was younger and I would go like forever 21 because like that's what I could afford at the time like I was like forever 21 and I would buy like chokers earrings and I would wear them but because I was like allergic my body would like break out in hives I would sweat and the jewelry itself since it was like fashion jewelry would turn like bluish green so I would have blue green like streaks on my chest I remember those days it was so bad I was like please just like figure it out and I was like okay now let's start investing and like creating like a like a classic you know jewelry collection yeah still growing but like I love having my roots full like I love having hand chains I feel like it's such a beautiful way to like elevate things I love that and it it makes such a simple outfit look so much more like elevated I like that word and yeah no the ears like I remember for dance because I was a dancer my whole life we would have to put like neosporin before we put them on because you're wearing them for hours on end and yeah the green and the blue at forever 21 and like Claire's jewelry like I could never yeah. wear them ever never. it was so bad but so what are some of your favorite designers to shop at for like elevated pieces or just stores in general um jewelry or like anything wise both jewelry and like clothes and shoes and bags well, that kind of okay let's see here so I'm big I, I work with Revolve. I love Revolve like they're great and trying out different brands it's such an easy way to try them out I always say try order on Revolve and if it doesn't work out just return it like they have the easiest return process so like if something doesn't work out you return it but I personally just love them create two-day shipping they like get it to you I know I love Revolve I need to stop I need to start shopping there more I got my birthday dress there the first time I've ever shopped from them and I was like oh this is so easy I love this yeah if you don't you know like and they make it so easy that if you don't like it you just send it back and like you're fine. Um, I love Zara. I love Zara. It's just like the colors, you know, but there's, there's Zara that's very trendy at the moment. It's like that one item that everyone always has. Like if you have it, I sometimes buy, I cave, whatever, but you know, they have, when it comes to like a blazer, like I always, I think I have like a blog post on it. And I think it's like the five things you need from Zara, like that are classic wardrobe staples like I said, a suit set. You can never go wrong. They have every single color. They have every single fit, different buttons. You want a gold button, a black button. You can find your signature suit set at Zara. A tweed blazer. They always have a good tweed blazer. I love because that gives that Chanel looking vibe and you can really dress up any look with that. Great leather jackets and leather pants. Honestly, like- No, Zara is one of my favorite stores. I love Zara. I love it so much. And like now they do all different kinds of leather. So you can really try them out different fits. The leather jackets, I've had my Zara leather jacket for probably three, four plus years. And I don't, I don't need another leather jacket just because I have that one. Like, yeah. And then, oh, and they have really good boots, like winter chunky black boots. Like you can never go wrong with one of those. I feel like right now, obviously, like we're gearing more towards like spring, summer in Miami. That's it's all year round. <laughs> like if you need a good pair of like boots, it's a great place to go. I've been trying to invest more in like seeing where I invest my, my money, like buying, you know, when I buy like designer things, I try to get as much use out of them or like I, and it's okay to really buy color as long as like you have more of like a classic wardrobe. So like I just bought myself like an orange pair of heels, which were like super extra, but like I veer it down. I'm like, okay, I can wear it with like a white dress. I can wear it with like a blue pair of jeans. I can wear it with like a white t-shirt and jeans. Like kind of just figuring out if you like something, like see, see how, see, before I buy anything, I'm like, I need to be at least able to make 10 different outfits with it. And I'm like, okay. And I'll like make excuses of like how to get there, but. Oh yeah. We I, always have to justify it, especially to our parents. It's like, no, it's fine. I'm fine. My mom the other day was like, 
I'm worried you're going to do it. I was like, I have never maxed out my credit card. Like I am doing fine. I promise. Like, I know it looks like I spent a lot of money because we share an Amazon account, but like, I promise you <laughs> I'm dangerous. fine. It's so dangerous. So dangerous. But, I know with TikTok, I'm like, oh, I need that. Being an influencer and everyone having a store and like sharing like tripods and like this stuff and like the set active dupes and like all these things. And I'm just like, stop, like stop making me want to buy stuff that I literally don't need and don't have space for. <laughs> I have to downsize my closet now to move back home because here I have a whole apartment. My yeah. parents' house, because I'm Miami, I can't afford to live alone. Like I have a room. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to no, be really interesting. But um, no, I love it. And you mentioned Chanel. So you recently got to work with Chanel. Um, what was that like? Yeah. How did you get, how do you get these luxury and designer partnerships? To be frank, um, I asked them how they find me and I like freak out. Um, I remember when I got that email, I cried. Like I, I looked at it and it was like, this is like wrong I thought it was like a promotional email I was like this is wrong because it was directly from Chanel and I was like what like I reread the name I even like googled the person who emailed me I was like this is scam like there's no way and I was just like hi you know but you have to before you go into that I think you have that's smart like it's you have to be discerning and like google and check the email make sure it's like legit (laughs) because there are those the email was like at chanel.com and I'm like what like no you (laughs) have to be like you have to go do that but anyway continue um, and they did an amazing installation collaborating with Ez Devlin for their Chanel Number no. 5 fragrance here during our Basel last, this last December. Yeah, no, they wanted me on board to talk about it, promo it, get to see it all before. Um, I think they were really honing in on like Miami people. So they came across me and they said that they just loved my aesthetic and, and they were just such nice people. But it was, it was a really surreal moment. I'm still in communications with them, which is really, really cool. Um, I pinch myself every that now and then, but genuinely, I think in this industry, something that I've learned is, it's just being nice gets you so far. It's so, yeah, it's so important to just smile, like in any job you do, honestly, I'm not saying just in this industry, it's like, even if you work in service, you need to do it a million times more, but even just anything you do, I think just like smiling, everyone is going through something, like I said, like you never know you never know. And, and just smiling at one person may make their day or they might remember something positive you said, but everyone has stuff on their plate that they're not talking about. So overall, I think through meeting people or just being like genuine and putting out content that I love, like I, I don't post every single day, but when I do, I try to make sure that it's quality over quantity because I also don't want to burn myself out. And then just making sure that everything aligns like with my brand. I always knew I wanted to branch out and work with like higher end brands because you know, I, that's what I follow all the time. That's what I read about. That's what, like, I love to watch shows for. Since I was younger, I knew I wanted always fashion geared, broadcast journalism, and I had my fashion column. So I think just, like, really knowing what it is that you love, it'll translate into your work. But just be nice to everyone, no matter what. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's a life lesson, but especially yeah. in this industry, because it is so small everyone knows everyone it's particularly in Miami it's literally like six degrees of separation but <laughs> everyone knows everyone it's all who you know and you know you want to make sure that you've left a good impression on someone because if your name comes up in a room full like in another room three months later you want them to be like oh yeah I remember her she was great this this and this you never want it to be negative so you definitely of course being nice and 
you know. Yeah, and as you get older, you realize, like, you get more of a, you're able to feel people out on a way better scale than you were when you were younger, and, like, you can tell when people are being genuine, and, you know, everyone, the sun shines for everyone, so there's really no need to compete. The sun, the sun's gonna shine for everyone, you know, not, there's an only one influencer, my friend Laura, which you interviewed previously, she said it the best way, she's like, you know, there's an influencer for everyone the same way that there's a restaurant in every corner. You know, every restaurant is still running their business and operating. I'm probably like not saying it as well as she says it because she's so well spoken. But, you know, everyone has their favorite influencer the same way they have their favorite restaurant. It's different. You know, you can love multiple restaurants. You have your favorite one, but you know that one person isn't keeping everyone else like alive. No, you know? you're not so, going to go to the same restaurant every night or every exactly. weekend either. You're yeah. going to want to change it up and try new things and especially with influencers because it's fashion and beauty like you know you want to try different products different brands and see what works for you and you curate your staples or your like your essentials mm-hmm. but every once in a while you want to try a fun crazy pair of shoes or a fun outfit mm-hmm. and you want to go to someone who does talk about those things more to get inspiration so I love that so you also are a big traveler and you did mention that your family is really supportive and allows you to go to events or when opportunities arise where did the travel bug come from was it from your family or is it you and your friends Oof, um it's like everywhere I feel like because I I never left Miami I'm always um and I don't say it in a negative way but I say it because I, I genuinely was born and raised here my family's Colombian and we go there every now and then to see the, our extended family but I think because you know this is a city that I know like the back of my hand I'm always wanting to branch out and, and see more stuff I think there's so much culture to be learned there's so much to know like you know with social media nowadays like you may think you know something but really immersing yourself into into a whole nother world like those culture shock moments I feel like also help you expand creatively they help you expand like in an understanding manner you know you see things from a completely different perspective and I like if there's a trip I'm like yeah let's go like I, I'm always down for anything Same. when it comes you to you tell travel. me when and where I'm there yeah I'm like you 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 tell me seriously when and, and, and I'm there <laughs> you know but I just think it's so fun I love traveling I love the whole I hate packing, but I love the concept of like putting a cute outfit together for a trip, you know? So, and I don't travel just for the cute outfits, but just the experiences alone, the way people connect when they travel, I think is so nice. Like, you know, they always say you don't know someone until you travel with them. And I feel like it could be, it could go south very easily, Yeah, but you can like bond with people and like you have those memories for the rest of your life that you always reference on a day-to-day basis. Like, oh, remember when you went here? Remember when we were there? Remember, oh, I saw this in the city. Like, you know? topics of conversations ways to get to know people even after the trip when you're sitting in a room and you want to talk to people and topics come up you know it's a great way to stay like educated continue to evolve and like diversify I feel like it's it's great for your mental self oh absolutely I love I love what you said too about immersing yourself in the culture and like just diversifying yourself that is why I love travel so much and you know born and raised in Miami too my mom's Cuban my dad's Ecuadorian and ever since I was little we you know, I've never been to either country, but I've been to Mexico. I've been to a lot of the Caribbean. I've been to Puerto Rico. I've been to Costa Rica, been to Europe, like getting to grow up and experience new cultures and new foods and people. It's just, it's one of my favorite things. So I definitely need to get all your travel recs, but where is your favorite place you've ever been? Favorite place I've ever been. Um, 
there's places that have like very special like I just like had great times for me and my family like Capri we like we went there together for the first time and like we fell in love with it and it like has such a special meaning for us that like I would say that little island we love it like it's just such a great time places that I've been to that I love Paris it's always a great idea I mean I personally love it and I really like I went to Morocco it was very different from anywhere I've ever been so it was so interesting to see like just something so different from everyday life and and I think it's so cool thinking back and realizing you know like we're here right now um wherever you're respectfully but like thinking that that where you travel to or that place is there as well in this time you know functioning breathing operating like it's not just like a a figment of your imagination like something that was like there when you travel like it's everyone's life life goes 24 7 so I always like think about that yeah I love Capri and Italy in general, Florence and London and Florence are two of my favorite cities in the entire world. I love Paris too, but I do need to, I've only been once. I need to go back and do it, you know, get a little <laughs> like fancier. And like, now that I'm older, uh, where else? I'm dying to go to Morocco, but yeah, no, Europe is one of my favorite places in the entire world. Have you ever gone on a brand trip, like traveled with the brand or do you just- Never gone on a brand trip. No, I think that'd be so fun. I see them and I'm like, that sounds so cool. I've never gone on one, but I definitely like I, certain brands I have worked with while I'm traveling, which is harder than you think. So like when you see people who are- Yeah, no, tell, tell me about that. How does that work when you're traveling and you have a brand partnership? What's that like? Well, it, it depends. I mean, did like, it depends on if like the brand is specifically asking for content when you're traveling or when you're reaching out and saying, Hey, I'm going here. Do you want to work together while I'm there? You know, it really all depends, but I mean, you still got to wake, like, you know, you got to wake up your best before, you know, put on a full face makeup, which people do when they travel and that, you know, but it's something doing it like optional or like sitting there in the scorching heat and being like, this looks fat. Like, you know, like and it takes a lot in you to, you know, pose yeah. even on the streets of, I feel like it's almost even more comfortable to do it where you're where you're not from versus like where you where you go yeah. grab your coffee every day you know yeah yeah because you're never going to see those people again but um <laughs> no I since you work with Revolve like you would thrive on a Revolve trip and I like will vicariously live through you when that day comes but um Revolve people <laughs> yeah if you're listening one of the trips. <laughs> <laughs> but no I how does it like what are some of your favorite brands or events you've worked with in Miami and that you continue to work with? And how do you get those? So, you know, how do I get those? Oof. A lot of them have been like, I guess when you're, when you network with people, it's, Miami's like you said, a small town. Um, and once you start really immersing yourself, like let's say in the influencer world, like I, you know, making friends, you know, and collaborating effectively, like, you know, let's say a brand follows one of your, like another influencer and you decide to collaborate with her. And then that opens your eyes to, you know, that's why I'm saying the sun shines for everyone. You know, you're not competing for the same person. They can follow you both. They can want a brand, someone who works for a representative, someone who you met one time on the street, started working for a brand you really like and threw out your name. You know, I think that's why it's so important to be nice um, and really be like self-aware of what you're putting out there. But basically, yeah, I mean, having your email always in your bio having your email readily available, your DMs actively open and just being consistent. I think like really, I feel like everyone when they start off, they're like, I want to work with so-and-so brand. I want to do this like right from the start, like easy baby steps. Everyone started somewhere. Just at least make sure that your content is who you are and a lot of things will come. Like the stars eventually align, but you have to put the work in first. 
it's not as easy as everyone thinks, you know? And like on TikTok, you see people posting like, I made like this much with this little followers. I'm like, that's amazing. But really try to focus not so much on the numbers and start on like the reason why you do it. Because I feel like that becomes very transparent over time. Absolutely. And that's my problem with TikTok. Like I get that like TikTok is like in the moment and like, or of the moment. And everyone is like, go on TikTok. That's where you're going to get the most money, brand deals, all of that. Like I'm doing this because I genuinely love it. And I want to build relationships and partnerships with these brands and collaborate with other influencers to be able to have them on my podcast and go to brunch with them and go shoot with them. And like, actually like, be friends with these people. I I don't want it to just be such a transaction. And I think TikTok makes it seem like it's just very transactional. It's all about, you know, this amount of followers or this amount of money each month. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, something about that, like I get why TikTok is popular and like short, like short form content, but like, I want to actually know these people. So I still personally love Instagram. I'm curious, like what's your favorite platform? Instagram, blog, TikTok. I've been loving TikTok lately. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think with Instagram, I'm very, not that I'm, I, I curate it because I, I'm very conscious. Like I, the same way I was super honed in on like the aesthetic of my website. Like that's how I am with like my feed and like everything I post on Instagram. Whereas like on TikTok, I see it more of like stories. Like I get on there and I'm literally like rushing out the door. If you follow me on TikTok, like it's literally just like, hey guys this is my outfit since I may not get a photo in it tonight like this but that's is what the I'm side of TikTok I like like I like you on TikTok like girls like that but the yeah. people that are doing like the like what you said like you know I made this amount of money on brand deals with this amount of followers this month and it's like I know they're not bragging they're doing it to show that you can do but I'm like yeah I just I want I mean, the story time I want the, the fun like personality not just hard. like the business side of it it's hard because it's like that's something you have to start realizing like growing up like you have to realize like what you put your like horse blinders for like and what you like listen to and what you absorb but it all depends I'm I feel like I I I can be a little bit more I feel like my TikTok is I've shown a little bit more of my personality on TikTok I'm not saying I haven't shown it on Instagram but I feel like you guys literally see me rushing out the door on TikTok and like that my my energy like you asked me how do I balance everything I'm like I don't know some the majority of oh the I don't know I don't think you do I don't think anyone I have some does chaotic energy well. and I feel like people don't see that on Instagram but if you follow me on TikTok you for sure see the chaos that I'm always like all right guys out the door bye yeah no I I love I do like TikTok I just like that yeah. side of TikTok better than like the hustle culture and influencer like this is how you make money because like we said at the beginning like when you are showing up because you generally love it and that you you see that and those are the like that's when people will want to work with you brands other influencers and that's how it grows authentically and organically versus just doing it to make it a business because I mean you and I both have the benefit of having careers outside of just social media so I think maybe that we get to do that have that option we're not just trying to make this our full-time job but for me personally like I like having something outside of just social media so I can do it because I love it and then if I don't love it anymore take a break and then realize okay maybe I do love it let me get back into it I do like TikTok. I just, I know I prefer. I, but I love, I feel like people aren't really that aware about it, but if like, let's say the case of you, like you, and I feel like people should really use this feature way more. Um, Let's say you want to use it on one of those videos where you don't like that they're talking about. So like the, the X, the Y, the Z, just, you hold it down, click not interested, you know? And I feel like you start curating your own thing, setting timers so that you're present throughout the day, but you know, it's okay to to need a five minute TikTok break and scroll through. But if you don't like something and like you didn't, you realize that you didn't like how it made you feel and like put not interested, yeah. you know, 
something that the algorithm's great. That's why the app has had so much success. But yeah. don't heart, you know, heart what you actually like and be very specific with it. It's okay. Like, you know, people will be fine. Like I, I obviously like I'm I'm pushed for engagement, but you also have to realize like if you don't like something, you don't have to like, you know? Yeah. No, I, like at the end of the day, like then your curation going like not for you it's going for like other reasons so yeah definitely use that feature I've used it multiple times (laughs) I know I need to start using it more I just yeah I keep scrolling but um I do like it sometimes some of the tips are good but I I just I don't know I'm on it to it's overwhelming it's overwhelming culture that like makes you feel like you're not doing enough but like trust me as long as you're doing like checking the boxes on your to-do list every day like and and you don't have to finish them I'll trust me I don't every day but you're doing at least like three to five things that like you need to get done you know you cut yourself some slack you know just think about like an angle I love vision boards make a vision board you don't have to wait till the next new year to make a vision board you can make one every month you can make one every season but I think and and making it like your background making like making it somewhere you see like mine is the back of my phone I have a yeah mine too and my my yeah, desktop mine's the back of my phone the back of my wallpaper yeah do it I think it's the best way because it keeps you it reminds you you know you forget when you are write it down and, and and really visualize it like I believe in 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 manifesting but I feel like you have to have the right mindset to manifest you can't 100%. be like I don't have this I want this be like no like I that will come as long yeah, as you I have to out. manifest but you also have to make the active steps to get there as well like you exactly. can't just like hope and pray that it's gonna happen like you have to actively do the work as well but I love that you said that like not just wait until the end of the year doing it every season or every month I something I started doing this year um, this year is the first time I created a vision board, but like Pinterest had always kind of been my vision yeah. board, um, which I love Pinterest. That's probably besides Instagram and LinkedIn, Pinterest is like my favorite um, social media app. But anyway, um, I set That's weekly and I set weekly intentions. Like, what do I want? I like how do that. I want to feel that week? Not just a to do list. Like, I have my to do list like split up by day, but also I have like that week on before I even go into the notes part of the to do list. It's or in the notes app before the to-do list, I have. What do you use to do that? I want, I want. My notes app. I can, I can show you, but like before I have, like I do, I have a to-do list, like no, and I have my weekly intentions and then I break it down by day. And I I just love that. You need to post about that. You need to share that. I have shared it every once in a while. I'll share it. Um, I'll share it now actually on stories, but then I'll share it when this episode goes live as well. So like be sure to check it out. But yeah, like every Sunday night or between Friday and Sundays, like when I remember like, oh, I have this coming up this week or at least by Sunday, I'll check my calendar and I will set my intentions and let me like, let myself know what I need to get done that week. So I see where I have gaps in time to do the fun stuff that I want to do. But I also am making sure that I'm getting the stuff that needs to get done or the meetings I've set and all of that. So I love that you said that though, about setting, like having a vision board every season or every month. Um, I do that. I have Pinterest boards by season for fashion and like pictures I want to take or like if I'm traveling I you know I have a vision board for that trip like the content I want to create like the fashion where I want to go restaurants all of that stuff Mm -hmm. so I love that but for someone who wants to get into social media and wants to work with you know these brands these luxury brands these designer brands or you know have a more curated aesthetic even though we're going into more like being authentic like it's okay to still want the curated aesthetic. I'm a little bit of both. I want my feet to be aesthetic because it makes me feel good. Yeah. But I'm also on stories, like I'm a disaster. Like go to stories or go to my TikTok. Like there you'll see, not that my feet isn't the Your real. personality. But yeah. like, you'll see my personality. 
But like for someone who wants to get into social media and start building this career out of it, what advice do you have for people? Be consistent. You know, the people really who make it in life are consistent. I'm not saying I'm always consistent, but strive for consistency because that's really what takes you far. As for like working with higher end brands, um, like I have, I would say realizing, you know, early on, you'll get a lot of probably collaborations and, and I feel like it's super important to see like what your end goal or like who you want to be. Like, what is the, what is the brand? Cause you yourself are a brand. So realizing I want to work with higher end brands, for example, and realizing and always looking at the partnership and seeing, does this align with what I want as my end goal? Cause you start building that brand the second you take your post, your first photo. So kind of realizing what your end vision of yourself is like and say, would that person work with this company you know like and and realizing you know there's going to be a you know people don't show all the no's they do I know you probably say no multiple times like you know to certain brands but realizing like what is going to help you in the long run um and then just for starting off just do it like who cares like I've met so I wish I had started sooner I wish I hadn't cared as much like and I used to like not cry about it but I had people who were just like that's so weird that's so lame like it's not cool until you make it and like but it's so fun when you meet people who are struggling to figure it out just as much like I have made a really good group of friends with influencer friends which you're familiar with like I have Laura Laura Vila Alexa Braille um Olivia Rodriguez like they're the greatest people like and I love them and we crack up and Right. You guys together, the, you know? Like you guys are like a core four, but like those are the like when I start going to events and stuff in Miami, like I cannot wait to like hang out with you guys because you guys of are hilarious. There's that. There was it was an event a couple weeks ago. I was talking about it with Laura. Um, you guys were at like the hot collection doing candles, and Alexa was talking about like her housekeeper in the pantry, <laughs> and one of you is like whatever you I think it was you that you're in the background of the video saying her name and everyone just starts cracking up. And I was like, this is why I need to be home. I love this, but I love what you said about just like, you know, we're all on a mission to make it like we're all struggling and like bonding over that and just starting and, you know, being consistent, doing it because you love it. And it'll, it'll work out the way it's meant to it really. Yeah. Is, it's but. so fun. I feel like everyone always thinks they have to have it together. Um, and I think I, I, I used to live that way. I think pre COVID, I always made sure that everything looked like all my ducks were in a row. Like everything was perfect, pristine. Yeah. And that high Instagram is a social role, but I think I realized like when you meet people in person or if you post about it on social media, however you prefer, like be genuine. Like if you're not having a good day, it's okay. No, I've had better days. Like, or if yeah. you're like, if something isn't working out, just be like, this isn't going how I would have wanted it to. And and people will be like, oh, I understand. Like I went through that. So until like, there's, that's ways that you can bond and like you can grow as a person from hearing other people's experiences. But if you have it all together, you know, you're never going to learn. Like you're never, you know, absolutely ask questions, be nice, you know, and, and just be genuine. It's okay. Not everyone's day is, is the best day of their life. You know, there's those days are counted on a hand. So it's okay if like you're struggling that day, just pick yourself up and realize, you know, this isn't my best day, but you know, tomorrow will be a new day or we can still fix the rest of this day. But I think just talking to people and being genuine is so important. I love that. And I also, one thing that I, one thing that you do that I really want to start doing is um, being Latina, you share your content, both English and Spanish. Like you, yeah. you talk in both. And growing up in Miami, I spoke Spanish every day, but being at school, I, I've lost it. And now that I'm going, like, I'm pretty much listening to Spanish music, like, unless I'm like out and like, it's top 40 or like, whatever, 
at home, I'm listening to Spanish music and I've become a lot more in touch with that. I'm like, I want to start talking in Spanish more online. Like that is <laughs> a part of who I am. So I started seeing you do that uh, when I noticed it a couple months ago. And I was like, I want to start doing that more. Not that, I mean, I have a big Miami audience. It's because in Miami, everyone speaks Spanish. So you don't see it as like, you don't see it as like a crazy thing, but you know, you go to their place and they're like, you're like, like, wow. And you're like, oh, trust me. I know, (laughs) you know, so like use it, you know, and you can tap into different like markets of like Latin America, like your family's hometowns, like, you know, and really connect with more people. And I think it's so fun. Yeah, no, trust me. I live in Tennessee. I, I get that all the time. It's like, oh my God, you're Hispanic. Where are you from? Like, do you speak Spanish? I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, they're like, for us, it's like we're used to it because we're from here. Like, yeah. name, it's a given. Like, people will say hola before saying hello. Like, you know. Yeah, I know. But I love yeah. it. I, I love my Latin culture. And I love that you you shared it. You bring it a part of your content telling you when I move home, like, I'm going to be a whole nother level of thriving. You're going to see. <laughs> thank you so much, Gato, for coming on. I have loved this conversation. I can't wait. To no, thank you for having me. It was so much fun. And like, I can't wait for you to be here. Yeah, I can't wait either. And I can't wait to officially meet you and hang out with you guys um, at events right. and stuff. But yeah, thank you so much for coming. Where can everyone find you? Carolina Rango on Instagram, car- every- carolinarango.com, Carolina Rango, S-E-R um, on TikTok. But basically just go to my Instagram and everything is linked there. <laughs> I'll link everything in the show notes.